Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Big game tonight, Tony. Where are you watching? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm throwing a big party for all my close friends. What are you doing? I'm watching the game. With who? Apparently not with you. That's right. That's all right. Yeah. I got, you know, me and Neville and some people. When does it start? People. It starts about 9.08. Oh, no, no, not 9.08. Is that a 9.08? Oh, I think it's a 9.20 start or something. Okay, you got no chance late. of getting to halftime. No, I'll get to halftime. So you and all your friends, you'll sneak off to a side bedroom. I'll get to halftime. <laughs> I guarantee you I'll get to halftime. You're not getting to halftime. I'm not making any promises beyond that. Vegas on. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Texas Tech rolls on. Nick Saban wants his players to stay, and Notre Dame loses a heartbreaker. But we begin today with the University of Virginia getting to the final game tonight in the weirdest way. They got a no call on an obvious double dribble. They got a foul call on Kyle Guy's last-ditch three from the left corner, and Guy made all three foul shots, and just like that, Auburn was done. He fouled him. Look at that. Robon, you were there in Minneapolis. You watched it. Does UVA deserve to be playing tonight? Hell yeah. That's not just he he took up his airspace. No, he fouled a shooter yep. in the air. The NCAA should be ashamed of itself because the 72,000-plus people in that building couldn't know that because the NCAA is so gutless, it doesn't want to start a controversy by showing the replay. It started a controversy by not showing the replay. I saw the replay 30 times. I, I know times. you did. And what did I tell you the next day? Times. The next morning, I finally saw the yeah. replay. He was shoved. He didn't come down in his airspace. Kyle Guy was fouling. Kyle Guy calmly netted, yeah. swished three free throws. And by the way, Ty Jerome, who's the best player in the Final Four, was fouled yes, even he before he double dribbled. Yeah, he so was. Virginia deserves to be there. So I think that it is absolutely remarkable that they're here. And there are two plays involved in this that stand out more than anything else. One is how they got to overtime at all against Purdue. That's right. That play... Tapping back a missed foul shot, a long pass, Diakite gets it and makes a jump shot. Miracle play. You won't see a play like that in 30 years. Miracle play. That one you won't see. In this particular case, the critical play is Kyle Guy making the jump shot deep in the right corner that gets him into a one-possession situation. I, I just think it's absolutely remarkable that they're there. I think they deserve it, too, because they executed when they had to. Twice. They, they, Miraculously. They did those things that allowed them to win. But if I were Purdue, if I were Auburn, Auburn I'd, be, I'd be shaking well, my My first thought it, it was Saturday night in live time of looking down at Charles Barkley, who was on a set that they had to do halftime, yeah. you know, pregame, postgame. And I texted him right away. I just said, I feel bad for you. I felt great for Virginia. Virginia has nothing to apologize about. No. But I feel bad for the Auburn kids to be in that position, Tony. And Virginia, remember, was up 10 late in that game. You thought they, they were going to no, roll, they and they, they didn't. Stopped. They stopped. These They're... games are unbelievable. No upsets, but the games are great. They are. All right. Virginia is in after its second straight miracle finish and might need another one to get past relentless Texas Tech in the NCAA title game tonight. Okay. A handful of people have had Tech winning this thing from the beginning. Not many. The Red Raiders pulled away from Michigan State in the other national semifinal. But Virginia is a number one seed and fully redeemed from last year's debacle, by the way. Tony, this is basically a Vegas pick 'em. Time for you to man up. Who you got? So what I would worry about if I wanted Virginia is this. They have had unbelievable Houdini-like escapes in two games. Duke had that same thing against UCF and Virginia Tech. And then Michigan State knocked them off. So it might be that you would favor Texas Tech because you'd say this is the recent history and this is what happens in this tournament. My preference is Virginia for this reason. 
No number one seed ever lost to a 16 before. To come back the next year with essentially the same team. Guts. The same team Guts. and win the whole thing. Yes, well, like would be historic. It would be. That would be abs. You could write books about that. I- I'm going to tell you, I could see any scenario tonight. Could see Texas Tech winning a close one. Could see Virginia winning a close one. I don't think there's a blowout because the way they play and they're so deliberate and their defenses are so good. I'd be surprised if either team scored 70. I don't know about 70. I, th- I think Virginia's going to win comfortably. I think oh, you do. this is the first time Virginia will have played without pressure and without this thing hanging See, over I, them I, I don't, for a long time. I disagree they can with play you. freely tonight, yeah, I, and they got the best player in Ty Jerome to I don't be on the think floor. That they are fully Although redeemed. Jared Culver I, had a bad game. He's I think back. they're fully redeemed if they win. I think they're Texas Tech already. is it? No, I, I disagree you don't with you. think so? No, I, I'm trying to say that they out got loud the final game, in English. Huh? No, you got to win it all. You don't, be, you don't make Duke win the final game when you say yeah, how great they are. To be fully redeemed, you have to win the whole thing. Texas Tech is a relentless defensive team. They're a very good team. What interests me is they're a team built just for this year. They got two grad transfers. To me, grad transfers are quarterbacks who go somewhere else in college football. Because if you're so good, you go to the NBA. It's an interesting it's an interesting team. I could see them winning, but to me, Virginia is the more complete better team. I I agree with that. Texas Tech. Jared Culver did not have a great game. I think he was 3 for 12 in the semi against Michigan State. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. He's going to play tonight. By the way, Texas Tech's a football school. Football schools have won before. Ohio State's a football school. Michigan's a football school. Florida's a football school. What Virginia could do has never been done. What? The, to go from being knocked oh, out. 16. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. But it's, it's a grander story is what I'm saying. Nick Saban is concerned and angry that seven of his underclassmen have declared for the NFL draft. He wants to be sure that you understand he is not against the NFL. You go to Alabama to go to the NFL. But what Saban says is, wait until you can maximize your opportunity. Saban said, quote, we have guys that have no draft grades, seventh round grades, free agent grades, fifth round grades that are going out of the draft. And the person that loses in that is the player. You don't have to go out for the draft early. You can come back and play, unquote. Wilbon, do you believe Saban has the player's best interest at heart? Well, I think it's been proven as far as I'm concerned. And I don't believe much of anything Nick Saban says about anything. But this, I mean, when it comes to looking at, first of all, the, the proof is in the pudding, which is the draft and the number of players Nick Saban has in the NFL. He has more players going to the NFL every year, essentially the last seven or eight years. More than anybody, that includes Ohio State and Southern Cal and Penn State, anybody you want to name, Nick Saban puts more of his guys in the NFL. So if you're one of his guys and you're a parent or you're a guardian or you're a teacher or an advisor, you might want to say, don't talk to me. Tell me what this number means, Nick Saban's guys in the NFL. So, yes, I believe him. So I think he's a terrible messenger because I think he's very smarmy the way he delivers a message. Um, and I think that as a football coach, he wants the best football team. So there's a part of this sure that is does. selfish. But I also happen to think a lot of his public statements are correct. You mentioned the NFL. The Washington Redskins, on defense alone, have eight guys from Alabama. So if Nick Saban says to you, son, I think you should wait one more year. I'm, I'm going to listen. I think yeah, if you don't, you if, shouldn't be angry at him. If you break your leg and you get no contract, I know that's a bad deal. Right. But I don't think many of these Alabama kids don't need more seasoning. Tony, One more season would help you. We have run across our share of personnel people who are always going to give the benefit of the doubt 
to the kid coached by Nick Saban That's and his staff. He wins all so the what, time. what, how can yeah. you make the case so with it, a straight face that Nick Saban doesn't care about the kid? Again, even if I don't like the messenger, yeah. I think the message in this case is probably accurate. Hard not to listen to, Tony. Stormy Daniels' lawyer, some dude named Michael Avenatti, who was arrested last night, I'm sorry, last month for trying to extort Nike, tweeted over the weekend that Nike paid Zion Williamson's mom bogus consulting fees as part of a Nike bribe to get Zion to Duke. Coach Caden commented earlier when this was brought up during the tournament, and Duke's AD said Saturday in a statement the school will investigate. Tony, big deal, little deal, no deal at all. So one of the things I liked most about Bill Parcells when he was coaching is he had a phrase, and the phrase was, unprejudice yourself against a certain thing. So I would say now let's unprejudice ourselves against Michael Avenatti because we've read a whole lot of things about Michael Avenatti. He's been called by many people in government a low-rent guy. Okay. That may be true. It also may be true, it may be true, that Zion Williamson's mother got phony baloney consulting money. I am probably being naive in this regard that I look at somebody like Zion Williamson and I say, this kid is so good that he's going to get all the money in the world when it's out there for him. Maybe somebody took money. This is Reggie Bush's parents took housing, if we recall, and I think that, that they had to give back the national championship. I'm not going to go big deal, little deal, no deal, but I am going to say that, that if rules are broken, and if you think the rules stink, change the rules. But as long as the rules exist, if rules are broken, Duke isn't too big, Kansas isn't too big, Arizona isn't too big, Auburn isn't too big that they don't have to obey the rules. I'm going to go big deal, little deal, no deal. Because we've been inundated with these kinds of stories going back to the FBI and the coaches and all these Last year and a half. Right. And now we got stories that are very legit about famous people bribing schools, non-revenue sports coaches. Allegedly, they're going to be guilty. And I'm going to say this is less than no deal. In this context, Tony, I don't care. Well, you I'm don't done. care. And you know what? Well, Nobody, you don't care. People don't care. Well, you, I just you left Minneapolis, Tony. I just left Minneapolis right. you where there's don't care. nearly 100,000 people there to watch basketball. And most That's of them right. thought they were going to watch Zion. Yeah. And let me tell you. You don't care. Tony, nobody I know cares. Okay. And I know okay. a lot of people. Okay. Nobody I know gives Fine. a damn okay. about this. So less these than are not, little deal. Like, less than these no deal. are not laws. These are NCAA rules. rules. These are not laws. Hey. Except that assistant coaches are going to jail for bribery. So somebody out there cares. And my point is simply this. If you have the rule and you don't enforce the rule you ever, think what are we doing? shoe companies have been slipping money to people for the last 40 years? Yes, I do. Of course, absolutely I do. I think more people in shoe companies have been doing it. Yeah. We turn now to the women's Final Four last night. Baylor beat Notre Dame in what became a very close game denying Notre Dame the chance to repeat as national champions. Notre Dame was down two points with 1.9 seconds to play when Enrique Ogunboali, I hope I got that right, stepped to the line for two shots. She was the hero from last year, beating both UConn and Mississippi State on buzzer beaters in the Final Four. And she was 33 for 36 from the line in this tournament. She missed the first game over. Well, but how did you feel when she missed? I felt like if I was in that arena instead of the one I was in, I would have given her a standing ovation. She won her school a national championship a year ago. She has played valiantly. Ogun Bawali. All the time. Yeah. For multiple seasons. Hello? And you know what? She's probably not getting 
um, bribes or her parents not getting them from any shoe company or anybody else. And she has played as valiantly, as hard. She's put as much time into this as the men who play college basketball. I would have given her a standing ovation, Tony. So I felt really bad for her because the night before, Kyle Guy made those three shots and propelled his team. But I will say this. I watched a lot of that game. Baylor won that game. Notre Dame didn't lose that game. Baylor won that game. Baylor was up 17. Notre Dame came roaring back in the second half and took the lead. And then Baylor had critical buckets. And Baylor did the right things. Baylor did not fold up. I'm looking at Kim Mulkey, who is the rare person who not only won a national championship as a player, Player she's got three now. She's got only Geno's got more of active coaches. Only just come and I thought, good for them. You know what? It's interesting. That, and by know, the way, their best player, Lauren Cox, was, was out. 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 Out for most of the second so, half. So Baylor has now inserted itself with UConn and Notre Dame. I mean, I think those three, and what? there's other schools like South Carolina, other schools above Stanford, they've bubbled up. But I think these three are at the top of the women's basketball pyramid. And, and you, you, you would put Notre Dame ahead of, I wouldn't put them ahead of Baylor. Baylor's one I didn't say three. that. I said yeah, Baylor is with UConn with and Notre Dame slightly below. They won. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry. Tell me again who won that championship for them last year with a, oh, a game winning shot to win the semi twice and to win the championship. Knocked out game. UConn. So big deal. Let's take a break. Coming up, does the Heat deserve a replay of the end of last night's loss? And should Rick Barnes consider strongly leaving Tennessee for UCLA? So you think Virginia wins comfortably tonight? I think so. I think it's a, that means 10 to 12. Will you be wearing your blue and orange in front of the set? An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard, the bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Mail time, high-level answers to low-level questions. Let me low-level question. Low-level. Man, you're insulting the. Should an officiating again? mistake like the one in the Heat Raptors game lead to a replaying of the final seconds of regulation? Yeah, Tony, I know the final ten seconds of this are boxed, and that players are moving and cutting already, and the ball hasn't been inbounded. My problem is Toronto has gone on. You know, maybe to another country. I didn't look closely at their schedule. You can't replay this. If if one of the other teams involved was, say, or Orlando or Detroit, Miami, Char- I mean, Charlotte, a team that's looking for a spot, I would say maybe you have to replay it. As is, I would not replay this. Would you? Um, on site, I might have replayed yeah, but, okay, it. Right, but they're not on site no, anymore. No, you had look. You didn't get the ball in with two seconds. You got the ball in with ten seconds. Yeah. You had time to put up a play and put up a good shot. And then you went to overtime. So you had time to win the game. Spare me the sympathy for Miami in this particular case I think because they had lots of time to win the game. I think a lot game. of us, I'm counting myself in this group, we want to see Dwayne Wade in the playoffs. It's not to so say stop I losing like to see four other guys like Dwayne Casey. So I like seeing his team. Stop losing He's lost four, four in a row. Right. Bottom of the East not looking no. all that no. No. powerful right now. Would UCLA be an upgrade over Tennessee for Coach Rick Barnes? So I feel UCLA is a giant upgrade over Tennessee. 
But I'm old, and I remember John Wooden and UCLA. Well, you remember Ernie and Bernie? I remember Ernie and Bernie I know as you well, do. but they were never, they never won They it. didn't win. They didn't win it. <laughs> right. If you look at, at Rick Barnes, Rick Barnes has coached in Providence. He's coached in Clemson, South Carolina, Knoxville, Tennessee. Washington, D.C. Uh, briefly, I think, for one year at George Mason. But he hasn't been at Austin, Texas. He hasn't been an L.A. guy. He may not want to go to L.A. I will say this right now, though. The SEC right now, Auburn, Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, far better than the Pac-12. That's true. Far better. I'm going to say this, Tony. Um, this will be a giant upgrade, a giant one, because every vote at Tennessee is going to tilt toward football. That's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And at Texas, where Rick Barnes has yeah. already been, yeah. he knows the deal. Not the case at UCLA. No. And he, if he wins there, and everywhere Rick Barnes has gone, he's been good. Yeah. If he's good at UCLA, I... I we're in the same I think it should be irresistible to do him. Too. Does Yasiel Puig deserve a suspension? No, Yasiel Puig just deserves ridicule. This thing, Tony, this thing played out. Somebody pimps off a home run, and I would have thrown something at him while he was standing there. But this thing behind the plate, this scrap after they throw behind him in his next at bat, yeah. it lasted for like 20 minutes, yeah. and it was nothing. It was nothing. They should have just gone out there and started dragging bodies off. Nobody needs to be suspended. No punches were thrown. They danced for 20 minutes. Ridicule. So my feeling is different than yours. Why? I think Yasiel Puig does deserve a suspension. Why? What did he do? He was being held back by a Pittsburgh player and Joey Probably Votto, one of his, boys. his best guy, Joey Votto okay. in Cincinnati. And he escaped an attempt to attack the entire Pittsburgh But did he attack anybody? Yasiel Puig has been in Cincinnati for approximately an hour and a half. He could have hated the Pirates. And he wanted to, to show his teammates that he was a stand-up guy for that. But he prolonged this stupid... They all prolonged thing. it. He particularly no, prolonged he it. He should, in fact, be He suspended. wasn't going to actually attack anybody. He should be it's like, hold my coat, hold my coat. Oh, no, never mind. Don't Let's hold my coat. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Josh Rosen... Your boy. ...has a response for those who thought he might not show up for OTAs. Really, we're talking about OTAs again on the show? Yeah. After five home runs in the last four games... Is Mike Trout getting better? Is he getting more publicity? Does anybody know who he is outside of California? He is earning the money that they are giving he him. He always earns it. Yes. He always you can't earns give it. him too much money because he earns it. He ain't got no commercials. That's a terrible commercial. With Andrew Luck? That's terrible. I like it's that commercial. Stink. Happy time, people. Happy 33rd birthday, Felix Hernandez. Once a Cy Young winner and the acknowledged ace of the Seattle Mariners staff. Hernandez is coming off an 8-14 season with a stunning 5.55 ERA. Terrible. Hernandez will make his second start of the season tonight for Seattle, which has the best record in baseball at 9-2. This year, for the first time since 2008, Hernandez did not start opening day. That 9-2 mark, Tony, is also the best start in franchise history. That's saying something, because Seattle had a great season there a little while with ago. With Lou Pinella, if I'm with not Lou mistaken. So. Happy anniversary, Hank Aaron. On this day, 45 years ago, you broke Babe Ruth's career home run record by hitting your 715th in Atlanta's home opener. He hit it off Al Downing, then with the Dodgers. As you see in the video, two kids somehow got on the field security. and joined Aaron rounding third base. Waiting for him at home plate was a young Craig Sager to interview wow, him in the moment. Despite how many home runs Barry Bonds has, most people, like Mike and I, consider Aaron the home run king. Two things. I, I wonder if Sager was still at Northwestern then. Hank Aaron is the home run king. Happy trails to the WNBA for Sabrina Ionescu. 
The triple-double queen of college basketball is going to return to Oregon for her senior year and pass up the chance to be the number one overall pick of the WNBA. Ionescu led Oregon to the Final Four this year for the first time ever in school history, and she had eight triple-doubles by far more than any women's college basketball player. She can change the game, Tony. But here's the thing. What is she going to turn down when offered something in Europe? where women traditionally make a lot more money playing professional basketball than the United States. And we seem to she'll play in both. Wouldn't she be the number one pick next year as well oh, if she has so. another great year? I think so. So that's pretty good. We're running out of show when we go to the big finish. Let's Ian Rappaport says your boy Josh Rosen was the first Cardinal in the building this morning for OTAs. I'm sure you're impressed. No, what does Chris Rock say? You don't want to give too much credit to people for doing what they're supposed to do? He's a quarterback. Sabres fire Phil Housley after only two seasons. Is that justified? Doesn't make the playoffs in either season. Buffalo never makes oh, the playoffs. Eight, eight years in the, the last week, about ten hockey coaches were fired. But your boy got a job, right? No, Quinville. He got a job. Yeah. Eric Musselman leaving Nevada for the Arkansas job. Is that an upgrade? I don't know. I want to say no. I know Trent Geese's really? stuff in the SEC. Nevada, he goes to the tournament. Arkansas there. has won the I national know. title. Not Nolan Richardson, Tony. Mike Trout had five home runs in a four-game series. You expect this to be his best season? He's had so many great seasons. He's only been in three playoff games. As great as he is, they don't win. The country's being deprived of seeing this guy on a stage that he's worthy of. Last one, Chris Davis of the Orioles. Now two at-bats away from tying the record for consecutive hitless at-bats. What happens tonight? Two hits. Two hits. And maybe in Baltimore, where the fans are giving way too much credit for being great fans, they can cheer them. Out of time, trying to do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. You excuse Baltimore all the time. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the app, Rapple Podcast. Shout out to Minnesota, Minneapolis, for the final four.